Last episode of Down for the Count, we covered so much information from hard to kill results to Tessa Blanchard's racial allegations to even going in on our weekly wrestling recap like we always do. We had a special guest with us, AT2Real. He's with us on this episode as well. And we're going to finish out covering some more Tessa Blanchard, I guess you could say adjacent information. Kira Hogan decided to make her response to the allegations put against Tessa Blanchard and one of the people that we know and love KK was not having it so we're going to talk about that and we're also going to talk about CM Punk and his shitty behavior on social media and just period (laughs) we're going to cover that and more on this episode of Down for the Count Talk about Kara Hogan and her getting basically snatched by a friend of ours. Well, well, (laughs) Kara Hogan decided to come out with her passive aggressive. It it was stupid. I'm just going to say it it was dumb. And I felt like if you didn't have nothing to say that was going to say, well, I feel like Tessa should apologize. Tessa need to you know, say something against this because it's wrong. She comes out and goes vague on this and says, well, everybody makes mistakes and we all have um, skeletons in our closet. And it's just like, bitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what killed it for me was you go, I'm a black queer woman. And I'm like, that in itself is why people are so pissed at you because you're black not the queer part because she didn't say nothing against the lgbtq plus community okay she was she targeted this woman because she was african-american or of african-american descent so my issue is you being a black woman you should not be sitting here talking about we've all made mistakes okay because when you in, go walk up to somebody and spit them spit in their face and then call them the n-word, that's not a mistake, bitch. Yeah, that's intentional. Have to put deodorant on. That's a mistake. Like that's not a mistake. Like you, you, that's you, also, you know what I'm saying? That's also a problem a lot of wrestling fans have is Ooh. not use of deodorant. Oh. Oh. Club fans. Here she goes. Here she goes. So when Kay and our friend Kay. When she saw that, she went on her post rant, and Kay's not one to shy away from confrontation. She relishes in it. And she's like, I'm going to put it in your face. So she tagged her and Tessa Blanchard. Now, Tessa didn't say nothing, but Miss Kira Hogan did, you know. So, Bomb Pop decided to come in and say something, and <laughs> KK was like, uh-uh. She went off. And when I say off, I mean off. She said some cuss words I ain't heard in a minute. She went off. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And it went (laughs) worse. It got worse because the woman went live. Yeah, she did a live video. And Kay went in the live and went off on her again. (laughs) And I just was like, Oh my god. I said she was like, Tell me I was mad. I'm like, bro, I saw. I saw. <laughs> like, you were just 
her go. We were letting her go because sometimes we're just like, okay, Kay, 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 get off their necks. No, 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 get off their necks. She was like, no, we're like, go. My name is Bennett and I ain't in it. I don't know shit about that. She won't go off on that bitch, let her have it. I don't care. But she, she, she snatched that lady ball. Then the lady was like, she came at me when I thought she, I came at her very respectfully. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You tried to be passive aggressive and, you know, fly and, and try to skate around the issue. The issue was a woman you work with and a woman you know has used a racial slur that has demeaned our culture and our people and you're our people. You're one of the pack. So you should have been just as upset. Now, if you've experienced racism in that regard, then that should be double. Especially right. if you experienced it from her. So I'm like, why are you sitting here talking about we've all made mistakes? I'm like, wait a minute. The impact tell you to keep your mouth shut? So you trying to you trying to like talk around the topic? It would have been best for you not to say nothing. Right, like you know those Because Sammy Callahan, I don't think Sammy Callahan was happy about what she said, but he did his job. Okay, the man went out there and wrestled the girl, and then he was he was done with it. He ain't do no interviews. He didn't do nothing. Well, so I don't understand why you couldn't do your job. If you ain't have, you can't speak on it, then keep your mouth shut. And you know what? Sammy Callahan's not exactly a saint either. He has done some shit in his life that he has came out and he said, you know what? I regret it. I was fucking stupid. I know now, you know, what I did was wrong and I'm going to make it up to the people who I wronged. That's how you fucking make an apology. That's, right. And that's, that's why I love Sammy Callahan because he basically does not give a fuck. He will go, he's like, he's like K. He will go after a person. He is like a fucking little pit bull. That's why my favorite moment of MLW history so far is when he fucking walked over and spent on that piece of shit cornet for that crap that he said about Sonny Kiss, who he's friends with. I had that shit on replay. So when I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> cost him his job too because like Cornette bitched enough and they decided to go with Cornette instead of keeping Callahan because Callahan oh, was a book and he they asked him they go do you have any because you know Sammy doesn't mind doing interviews especially when it's like out of character and they asked him they go do you feel bad what you did he goes no he insulted my friend so I'm going to insult, uh, insult him right back I can't hit a 60 year old man but I can damn well spit on him and he's like no, like, no fucks given he, he made a I shirt he made like a he made a limited edition shirt worth of to like cherry. <laughs> He's trash for that. What? <laughs> he made a shirt. I can't remember the charity, but he made a limited edition shirt, and he said like seventy, like like a good amount of the shirt would be going to a charity in Ohio or something like that. And I was you just like, fucking kidding me. That <laughs> was the shirt up. It was a shirt of him spitting on Cornette. Yeah. No way! No <laughs> way! I wanted no. to get so bad. <laughs> oh, sold out pretty quick. Trash. I was very upset because I wanted one. This trash looks so good. I knew so that. That's, that's very. That's very next level. That's a very. That, is, some, that, that is uber petty. That's fifty cent petty status. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and you know, like I said, Sammy's Sammy's hands are not clean. And he's done some shit, but he goes, you know, the people involved with it, um, you know, because there was the 
basically, you know, uh, domestic abuse when he was married. And uh, him him and his, which really turned me off of him until I heard this interview with his, uh, with his ex-wife and him. And they both said, like, you know, we were toxic to each other. We shouldn't have been married to each other to begin with. You know, we we did shit we weren't supposed to be doing and you know no charges like you know we we have worked past that we're not best friends but we can tolerate each other because you know we 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 were just basically not good for each other people told us we weren't good for each other and we didn't listen to them because we were dumb and in love right so yeah but he apologized that's the main thing yeah, he, well, he addressed it. it. He he came out and, and spoke about it, but that was before somebody could spray him with his own bullshit. Okay, so uh-huh. Tessa didn't do that. She kind of, she kind of was like, y'all could come in and just you know, take me out. She opened the door for this, and my mama always say, what you do in the front, always the back end is gonna come out. So I'm like, you you started this. And now you're you're not gonna finish it. You ain't gonna close your own door. That's okay, because some more shit gonna start creeping out, and you're gonna end up losing that title anyway. You're not gonna hold it long. You're either gonna drop it back to Callahan, or you're gonna end up dropping it to somebody else, and it's gonna be a waste of a moment. Yeah, you'll go down in history, but it's always gonna be tainted, and that's the part that's sad, because you could have set a shockwave through the wrestling community that could have rippled into mainstream wrestling. And yeah. now, and now, because people was already half foot out the door with the women main event in the, the main shows anyway, they was half foot out the door with the women being a part of the talk of conversation about main eventing. But the, the, the idiotic part about that is you make excuses for the big guys like like Roman Reigns and and for guys like John Cena and for guys like Seth Rollins and, and Brock Lesnar, you make all the excuses in the world as to why their matches don't work and why they're not there and why they're not fun to watch anymore. You give excuse after excuse after excuse. But the one time the women don't deliver in the main event, it's, oh, they don't need to have main events anymore. What kind of sh- do, do that make sense? Do do it make sense? Yeah, that no. doesn't make sense at all. That's like not- that's not logical. So Tessa's match with Sammy Callahan could have started and jump. It could have continued the wave, is what I'm saying. It could have continued the jump start that was already having the ground swell. It came from WrestleMania. It came from Ronda being there. It came from the four horsewomen coming from NXT. And NXT started it because they had Becky and Sasha doing their thing back in the day. So it had a groundswell, and it was continuing to push forward. That, in turn, caused a ripple effect throughout other promotions. And then Tessa just put, she put a nail in another, another nail in the coffin to the women's division. And it, it, it's not particularly all her fault, but it has created a conversation that is negative towards the women. And it's unfair because you got fuckers like Will Ospreay out there saying dumb shit all the time. Kenny Omega puts his foot in his mouth at just about every time he jump on Twitter. His counterparts, the Young Bucks, used to do the same fucking thing till they got too pussy to be on Twitter. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then Seth Rollins does it. And then he cries and gets mad, which I understand. They were sending him death threats, true enough. But I'm sure they were sending him death threats before he was talking a lot of shit. I'm just going to say it because a lot of people hate Seth Rollins. Okay. And here's, here's also the thing with Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan loves wrestling. Like, he said in an interview, he goes, if I didn't become a pro wrestler, I don't know what the hell I would have done with my life. He would have been the first person to be happy for Tessa. You realize that? He would be the first one to say, I don't mind eating the pin. He would have hugged her in the ring. He would have been the first guy waiting for her in the back when she came back. He would be the first one fucking out there celebrating with her, even though she had just beat him. Because he is he he loves pro wrestling that much. And now he's probably just like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. I don't want nothing to do with her. Whatever. I'm going to take some time off and go back to my girlfriend and what just, you know, appreciate a person who people apparently actually like in the locker room. So. But, you know, he, you know, he'd be the first person back there celebrating with her. I just, yeah. I, I, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, and I I just wish it was it was on better, it was a better it was on better terms and things weren't so ugly, but then again, I'm kind of glad that it came out because now, now, people are demanding you to be better. Right. They're not gonna just accept your bullshit because you're popular. No, you're popular, but you need to be a better person. So maybe this, I'm hoping. That this will get Tessa to understand that you can't go through life fucking people over and think that if you believe in God, that God don't don't protect his own. And if you don't believe in God, then you'll understand that the universe has a sick joke that it plays on everyone. What you do comes back to you tenfold. You cannot go through life treating people like shit. Because it will come back on you. Mm-hmm. In the most inopportune time. And this is one of those times because she could have easily had this happen a few weeks ago or maybe a month or two ago. And by now, it probably would have blown over just like what happened with fucking ACH blew over and everybody's happy now that he's champion in that Georgia wrestling promotion. He can stay in Georgia. (laughs) True. Like, my thing is just this, and I saw this on Twitter. And like, there's, dude, just don't go in the conspiracy theory part of Twitter. That's like the weirdest fucking part of Twitter, I swear. True that. True that. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Like wrestling and conspiracy theories have like melt together. And one guy was just like, one person was like, sorry, I can't remember any any of your screen names because there was a lot of people yelling at each other. Um, (laughs) They're just like, well, you know why? Like, why are they waiting till now and blah 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 and people are like I don't know man maybe she's like and the people are like well now that you know she's the one who put out that fucking tweet and maybe they just were like are you for fucking real and then basically what Sienna, Sienna and Chelsea Green pulled the trigger cause they're just like nah fuck you you treated me like shit so I'm gonna I'm gonna treat your biggest you know moment of your career like shit and, and I could and like everyone was like well why and I was like this yesterday and they're like why is she afraid to be black and then I'm sitting here thinking about it like, well, yeah, I can get that because it takes one person who's a really good fucking liar to twist words around and make them look like the victim. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I think down, I think that's what she's going to, when she finally makes her 
come back to social media, I think that's the card she's going to play. Because she's, oh she's not even... Because in that tweet, she didn't even mention that. She's going to say, like, you know, everyone was coming for me in my moment with something that happened in my past. Bitch, it wasn't that long ago. It was 2017. If that's the case, then you oh. are a... Um, you are seriously childish, like 100%. She she seems like I I don't know because I've been I this one girl made sense. She goes, you know, I haven't been watching wrestling long, but when the first time I saw Tessa Blanchard, she goes, I turned to my husband, I said, there's something about her I just can't I can't roll with. And he goes, why? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't I don't know. And then she not, she hit the nail on the head. She goes, she seems like she's just really spoiled and used to getting her way. Well, there is a post on Instagram right now where I guess Tessa is talking and you have to listen to the post to see it, I mean, to hear it. She has a microphone and she's saying, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Basically, you're a Hogan. If you go on... Yeah, if you go on A-List Dreams page, because you know he captures everything. DJ finds everything. He posts everything, especially about the women. But he posted it. He found the clip, and he posted it. And yesterday, she completely flat-out denied it. And now she's saying everybody makes mistakes. So This isn't a Hannah Montana song, sweetie. You spit on somebody and you call them a derogatory term. This is and she had made a statement yesterday instead of waiting until you win the title. It might it might read different, but because right. you waited, because you waited until you got what you wanted, and now you you feel like you're on top of the world. Now you want to come down and act like you got some humility. Nah, because it just looked bad. It looked like you didn't give a fuck yesterday, and now because you're in front of a bunch of people and they're gonna call you on your shit. You want to play that everybody makes mistakes. Bitch, everybody plays the fool. Not everybody makes mistakes. Okay? Nicole. That's how the song goes. The song goes, everybody plays the fool. Don't try to play me. Get your ass up out of here. She's canceled. No, uh, yeah, sorry. I was trying to watch that. Uh, what did you say, Alexis? No, I was just saying, um, weren't you saying yesterday promotions were already coming out and saying we no longer want to work with Tessa Blanchard? Um, there, it was, I saw some. It was earlier today. Someone excommunicated her from Michelle. I forgot the yeah. heavy metal wrestling. That's was like heavy metal wrestling. Yes. Was it? Yeah, it was heavy metal wrestling, right? This sounds yeah. rad, actually. More wrestling to watch. Yeah, because I, because um, Nicole, because you said something last night. It wasn't. Someone said something last night where like. Not while putting the gag order, but like someone, like just already one promotion came out and said, Yeah, we're not working with her anymore. Screw her. Like, I think they did something. I don't know, but she needs, she needs to grow up. And I think, you know what also is, I don't think anyone's beat her ass before, too. Yeah. She needs to get her ass whooped. Yeah, she needs to get her ass whooped, too. I think that's also like a thing. Like, someone just needs to get her real, real good one time, and she'd be good to have it together. To be honest, mm-hmm. I don't I think that's going to happen more and more. 
Like, yeah. if she, it depends. But you know what? She might, she might get humbled by this, and she might, she might change. People are capable of changing, even oh, those who spew racist rhetoric. It's, it's possible. Um. Also, because, and I think it started because during the chance, because I watched that video for a hot. People were saying, "Hola, hola, excuse me for yawning." Um they were doing the you deserve it chant and then there was a chant coinciding with the people are saying no you don't so really they got it yeah you yeah you can oh. if you listen you can hear it hold on let me see if i can oh y'all be careful playing the audio loud too because they will try to copyright strike i mute i mute it i mute it uh, yeah, Also, we got jackass who is running up and down in that place. I don't know. Well, human. Oh, and it doesn't matter what you say about me. It doesn't matter what you call me. I've got one of the strongest minds that I've ever known. So whenever you come for me, you come for all these people. level heel shit right there and she didn't even have to they do gotta it. Turn, they gotta turn her heel. Yeah, they don't have a choice. Like, that's, that's the only way this will work. I mean, but she was I mean, she didn't really apologize. She, she basically that, stayed in character. That was not an apology. That was like, that was a promo. I don't care what you think of me. Like, I'm no, a that was just a promo. <laughs> that was a promo. That I had... Yeah. That don't have nothing to do with the, what happened yesterday. This is a promo. So as far as I'm concerned, this is part of the show, and I, I didn't need to see that. That was a waste of five seconds. You know what? There's going to be – I'm just going to tell you, and then we can move on to the next subject. There's going to okay. be that one – that's going to be the one – she's going to show up to a show, and there's going to be that one girl who gives zero fucks, and she's going to deck Tessa Blanchard right in the face. Uh-uh. And she, might, I, you know, it's gonna happen. Someone's gonna jump her ass, or deck her, or they're gonna do a like a stiff spot on her, because you know, twenty twenty is the year we are not putting up with people's bullshit. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can be, I don't give a fuck. But like, you know, you need if you if you messed up, that's just, I'm I'm bringing the same energy I have for Will Osprey to Tessa Blanchard right now, like. No. B Priestley, she's also trash. I fucking forget B Priestley exists. Oh no, you can't miss that face. Ugly ass. <laughs> oh god, girl from hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, I did want to something else. Um, what did you guys think? Or I don't know if you heard, but you know, Miz was on uh, WWE backstage, right? And he made a comment uh-huh. um, towards the end about like, uh, well, he made like a joke to CM Punk. He said, "Sorry, I didn't change the culture because you know how." CM Punk is. That was when they were getting ready to go off TV, and they were. He was talking about how they were ending filming. And he was like, I just did one of the best episodes of Backstage. And Renee was like, eh, it was okay. <laughs> you know, and she, he goes, well, who, who had it better? She was like, I think when Ember was here, it was better. He was like, oh, oh okay, well, sorry, I, ch- I didn't change the culture. I said, okay, that was a cute little joke. Yeah, I until, thought it was funny. And then until CM, CM Punk, you know. <laughs> he tweeted, like, something about, like, uh, go uh, suck a uh, blood covered money dick or something like that. Saudi covered. Yep. The Saudi blood. Something. Let me see. I think yeah. I got the tweet. I don't know. Shit, he was very. I said, "Ooh, child." So why are you upset like that? And he overreacted, right? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why though, because a lot of people, and this is another person that is <sighs> severely problematic and a lot of people like him anyway because he knows how to shake up the system a little bit but my biggest problem with CM Punk is he's a big ass baby everything is about him me 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 I didn't get this and I didn't get that and I had to break it down to somebody else I was like well how come he's complaining about what he didn't get but he's not acknowledging what he did get you know, right. out of all the, I mean, him and Miz came into WWE together. I mean, they came in two different ways. Okay, they had you. I guess you could say they were on the same side by side, but they took two different paths. When you right. look at the way CM Punk functioned and how he got in, like CM Punk didn't have. I, I know backstage it was very very hard for him to convince people that he was main event worthy. Okay. But despite that, CM Punk had the World Heavyweight title. He had the Tag Team title. He had the Intercontinental title. And then eventually, he got the WWE title. And he was one of the longest reigning champions in WWE history. He did go on to go to WrestleMania in one of the main events. People are so stuck on this ideal that you have to be champion to main event WrestleMania. That's not necessarily true because you can have a match at WrestleMania and it not necessarily be the ending match of the show, but it could be one of the best matches on the docket. A few years ago when the Usos had a match on main on WrestleMania, they were wrestling. They had one of the best matches of the night. The one of the best matches of the night. Last year, when Kofi became champion, to me, despite the fact that Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte closed out the show and it was a history-making match, Kofi and Daniel's match was the better match. Right. And if it hadn't been this historic thing, WWE would... I mean, it would have not... To me, it wouldn't have been smart to end the show with them because it did not live up to all of the hype that they did to get it there. Now, CM Punk was just being a bitch about it. Like, I'm sorry. You had you were mad because you didn't main event WrestleMania. You went up against The Undertaker. Even though you lost, 
you had a match with The Undertaker, one of the most iconic characters in WWE history and in wrestling, period. Right. And you're, and you're and mad. And I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? And then there's a, there's a video of him in this documentary series where he's telling his story. And he's just like, I had one of the greatest rises in, this, in the company that year. I was one of the best heels they had. And they give the main event spot to The Miz. I'm like... guys are enjoying the episode so far don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms we are only available on twitter and instagram and for this special episode don't forget to follow our special guest at2 real and make sure you guys check out his podcast on anchor called talk the real deal it's a really cool podcast he talks about everything always has multiple guests and even yours truly your girl tiffany has been a guest so you guys make sure you check out his podcast don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms and follow our friend dre too and we'll see you guys back in the episode i hope you guys are enjoying it it's our first time back and we really really were excited so thank you so much for listening and let's get back to the episode well why not the miz right had been in the mig part for years and this was his one and only title shot and the only title reign he had he never touched the championship again after that right I it was it's not right. He is not humbled, man. Like you can see it. Even like I'm just gonna say this, Charlotte Flair. You could tell she's grateful for for everything. She's grateful for having the opportunity to be in the WWE. A lot. You can tell a lot of these guys are happy. Like they're very like a lot of the older guys. Like as much as I don't like him, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe the guys who have been around for a while, you know that they don't wake up with an ego. They, Because they can wake up and they're like, okay, I've worked it. I've made it to the WWE. I'm here. I'm not going to fuck it up. You, or, you know, something like when you get to where you want to be in your career or in your life, you don't want you don't want to get too cocky because it can end just like that. True. Right. And I, I was a big CM Punk fan when he first showed up. I went to um, – a SmackDown taping when they did uh, ECW ahead of time or afterwards, and I wore the stupid fucking tape on my arms, and God, that hurt taking it off afterwards. My <laughs> dumbass ex-boyfriend used a roll on each arm. That's why he's my ex, and he's an idiot. But um, I like as he went on and on because I like the straight edge character, and I you know I know I'm like okay cool he's straight edge, and then. And when he turned heel, he's like, I'm straight edge. That makes me better than you. I've actually known a couple of straight edge people who were like that. They're like, oh, well, you smoke Seth cigarettes. Seth is one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Seth. In real life. Seth drinks, though. So that's not straight edge. Straight edge is like you don't do any Bare- Barely. Drink. He'll, like. Like, he'll no drugs. He'll have, like, a beer, but he won't, like, seek it out. 
Like, if he goes oh. over, like, he'll maybe get a beer, but he's not. He doesn't get messy. Triple H doesn't drink either. He doesn't drink or do drugs either. There's quite I a few remember... people who don't drink. Right. Yeah, right. I remember when Stone Cold was doing his broken skulls, and he said they all went out one night, and they had to, like, you know, they asked Trip to be there, and Trip was like, okay, I'll go, but you guys know I don't drink, and he did not drink. He refused um, to drink. He was always clean, so... Um, there the are some people who are completely don't straight. Drink either. Yeah, yeah they lot, don't. A lot of the modern guys, like Roman, Roman has a beer or two, but it's like he's, you know, like the weekend dad. He'll have two beers and he'll call it a night kind of thing, you know. Um, but like he, but I've known like being in the in the punk community, it's fucking rampant. It's like everybody all of a sudden at one point during their little punk life decides to be straight edge and either you, you keep it or you stay. I mean, like some straight edge people, they don't even have sex because they're afraid of like body. It's oh, weird. hell no. I ain't going to do that. Oh, hell no, no. We ain't going that far. No. Weird. <laughs> even like nope. after married, they're like, you know, it's weird. It's, uh, I'll explain it to y'all later. Um, when he That's did that. ridiculous. When he, that heel, when he did that heel turn, you know, I was like, yeah, I know people like this, so this works out. And then somewhere along the line, I just kind of fell out with it, or with him, because I'm just like, oh, he's a, he's kind of an asshole, because that's when the stuff started coming out, like, you know, seeing Punk's asshole backstage, all this, and it's just like, he, he I told, um, I told you guys this, but there was that thing that came out when he was WWE champion. When, you know, they're like, hey, I think it was like Undertaker. So, you know, if the Undertaker's mm-hmm. talking to you, you listen. You listen to that man. Um, he came out and he told he told Punk, he's like, hey, so, you know, you're going to be like the WWE's like golden boy for a while. They're going to have you go on interviews. Um, you need to start dressing a little bit nicer than like flip flops and T-shirt, like band shirts and cargo shorts, which granted, I just insulted my husband's entire wardrobe. But um, <laughs> he was giving no, he was giving him. That's like in the black community. That's like that's just like typical OG advice. Like young man, you right. need to go get a regular job. You need to stop wearing your pants like that. Blah blah blah. So that's not that's anything that. Like, I mean, like you can still dress. That to Seth. Seth walking around looking like somebody's dirty ass uncle. Just that's that's uh, a whole nother other podcasts and conversation uh, talking about stuff's close. I think, we'll, I think we'll, we'll be a, here all night. I think he's a, <laughs> I think CM Punk is a big fucking cry baby. I think that, you know, did the WWE kind of screw him over a little bit? Yeah, but they've been known to fuck people over. Let's face it, this is nothing new, okay? Like, you, dude, you got your, and I'm not trying to take any sides here, but you got your WrestleMania moment. You had a match with the Undertaker, one of the most most respected men in this sport. Anybody, everybody respects that man. And you yep. want to sit here and cry because you're not getting paid John Cena money, that you're not getting this, not you get that. Then put in the John Cena work. And I actually had a boss use that once at one of my jobs. He's like, y'all know who John Cena is? Well, if you want that John Cena money, you need to work just like he does. And I was like, damn, that makes I, I sense. I have to agree. Yeah. So. Cena was there doing shit. He was wrestling anytime they needed him. He was the company fucking workforce. Where people starting to turn on him, yeah. Because here's Punk with his shiny little toy and his promos and whatever. And I'm just like, 
And he fucked over Colt Cabana, which I will never forgive him for. And, oh, and he make you know, and he makes that comment about you know Saudi money, and I'm like, bitch, don't tell me your ass wouldn't be over in Saudi if they paid you the right amount of money, because they had to pay you something for your ass to come back to a company you swore. To come back to. So, well, he gonna... claims he he claims he's he's a person of morals, but I don't I don't like CM Punk because he's a smug, pompous ass white, and that type of person makes me. I, he's the type of guy you want to just punch in the fucking face, like that's that's how he is, and that's how he comes across. And I'm sure, and everybody always says, well, he's married to AJ Lee. I'm like, oh, yeah, he probably is a different person with her, cause he loves her. You know, and she's more understanding because she understands him. So they're they're happy and they're together. I'm happy for him. I wouldn't say anything about his relationship with her or anything like that. I'm just saying he's a douchebag. And he doesn't oh. he doesn't he doesn't care about what he says. And it's always about him and Corey are on the similar vein for me. Corey kind of has. A, that attitude a little bit. He's a little softer than CM Punk is, and he actually has some semblance of caring. But sometimes Corey can just be a dick, and I'm like, and then he wants to backtrack later and make it seem like, oh, well, you know, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. No, you knew what you were doing when you said what you said. Okay, like okay. let's just yeah. call a spade a spade. Um, and I'll comment, and then we can move on. From but um so my thing is i've never like i've never did never 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 did and also when and i want to say the rise of punk because when that's what everyone calls it i was not watching yes so once i eventually made my way back to start watching again and i was like why are people so obsessed with this guy and I literally got into an argument with this guy I used to talk to because he's like a huge CM Punk. And I told him, I was like, I literally hate him. But I was like, I don't say this about wrestlers. I was like, but I legitimately do not like him. I don't like him entering. I don't like, I think he's shit. And he was like, and he was like, I don't get why. And just like all these matches. And I watched the matches he get them and they were okay, but nothing like, Grants like grandstand and to go on the Miz thing, and he he said I guess he said this in one documentary. I think he's so I think he's still very 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 butthurt that Miz main evented WrestleMania a uh, WrestleMania before he did. Mm-hmm. And you have to think about it. Then like Tiffany you said on before he him and Miz came at the same time, but they came in completely different. Miz was. Like Miz and um, even and John Morrison, they talked about it on the bump a couple weeks ago. And Miz has been very vocal about it. He was, he was not liked. Like they did not like him. Like they were very, very because they didn't like how he moved. Because this is, because this is still a lot of the old guard there. So they were like mm-hmm. they kicked him out of the locker room, made him change in the women's bathrooms, um, throw his fucking bags out, all sorts of stuff. Say that was all done by one guy, actually. Who did it? But no one stepped up to. JBL, right? 
No, it was Benoit. No. Um, oh God. Miz was just in it. Miz was eating chicken. And he wasn't even doing it to be like mean or anything like that. But he was eating chicken, and some of it got on Benoit's bag. Benoit flipped out, threw his shit out. He got banned from changing in the locker room. And then when Benoit passed, no one ever said anything to Miz about it, you know, what or anything to him. So he's still changing. And he goes in the, he's walking into the bathroom getting changed. And Taker walks in. He goes, what the hell are you doing getting changed in the bathroom? And he told him what happened. He goes, nah, nah, uh-uh. So he literally gets uh, Miz's bag, walks into the locker room, throws it in and says, he's changing in here. If anyone's got a problem, come talk to me. I was like, it took Undertaker yeah, to do that. Undertaker He was the only person who said to him. John Morrison and Taker were the only people who ever defended Fizz. Um, not Fizz, Miz. <laughs> not Fizz. <laughs> Fizz, so, Miz. I love, I love Taker. <laughs> so, and that's what I'm saying. And I think he's still mad because he was, I think he was resentful because, and also you think about it. I remember when Miz was on The Real World. That's how old I am. Yeah. I remember when he was on The Real World, and I will never forget this. And this is another person, and this is and this is a prime example of people learning and growing because Miz back there, he didn't know how to talk to black people. You remember when Joe, he cool used to get it yeah, get into it? Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. But they end up working through it and he was like, Okay, I wanna learn and they became I think he said they're still friends actually. Mm-hmm. And he ended up what he learned from it so you you right. can learn you just have to do it so that's what i'm saying i think i think cm punk is still mad because i think he thinks that he Liz, Miz is less than because i think quite a few of those guys felt like that about him but Miz yeah. put in the work he was there every day he does every single thing they ask him to do he does it right jeff I- stands up there and tells you you have brought life back to the IC championship and they show Miz and the look on his face like, Oh my God, I just got really fucked. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Jarrett. I don't like him. But the fact that he stood up there and said the Miz brought back, you know, what it meant to be an IC champion again, that's high praise. He did. That He's the last the good IC champ we've had. He's, he, okay, like, if the again. bell is not on him, they don't book it right, but that's because the Miz demands it to be booked right, and he's earned the right to be able to make that moniker. So, like, Shinsuke, even though Shinsuke's a big star in Japan, and in, in our minds, he's a star regardless. In WWE, he just, I guess you could put it in layman's terms, he just don't have the clout to push them to do what needs to be done for him in that title. It's very easy for somebody to fall to the wayside with that, with those middle card, those mid card titles. When it's not somebody like AJ Styles or Seth Rollins going after it, they don't give a shit about the title. They don't care, but they don't understand. They've forgotten that those belts help build a lot of other people's careers. And without that title, without that title, some of them wouldn't even got their feet wet with titles. It's the gatekeeper title. Pretty much. It is. And they need to go back to it. It it may it would make sense instead of just having somebody like I'll put it this way. 
if there was a mid card title for the women's division, there would be a lot much. There would be much more. The stuff would be spaced out. You wouldn't have to worry about looking at somebody like Rhea Ripley coming over into NXT to take over a bigger title because somebody else would have already been built up enough to take the title from Shayna. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had to do that. You would right. have already had a stepping stone set in place. I miss the stepping stones because the mid card shit sometimes was better than the big card stuff. Yeah. And you, and you would have a good time watching it. You would have a good time understanding, okay, so he got the titles, cool. Then you look four months later, he's like, I done dropped my mid-card title. I want this title. You're like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. Like, you you ready. You're prepared because this person has already proven what he's capable of. He's already proven he can hold the title. He's already shown you he can carry the title with some sense of gratitude. Or if he's a heel, he's a dangerous, villainous character. And you like, this about to be some some good shit. You miss that now because now you just got shit being pulled out of people's ass. Like, okay, Brock Lesnar holding the title for the 70,000th time. Right. Who's the United States champion again? United States Championship is being held by Andrade. He just got from from Rey Mysterio. (laughs) And he's about to wrestle Rey again on Monday. I kept kept forgetting Shinsuke was uh, IC champion. I forgot what the new belt looked like. I was like, what is he holding? Ugly (laughs) as shit, but it is. I don't have a problem with the new belt. I, I genuinely don't. I don't. I know why they didn't make it white though, because it would look too much like the women's titles, the tag team titles. I but I don't have a problem. I love the tag team titles. I I generally don't have a problem with the strap. I liked it, but I like the old version of the IC title too. But they just they didn't even tell nobody. They just came out of nowhere. Yep. There it is. Blazing out this white belt, which is gonna give you this new shit. Well, Impact did. Well, Impact did the same thing today with all the belts. They all the belts changed. Right, just out of nowhere. But there, I like their belts. That women's belt is nice. I like. No, I like the new X division belt. That's the best looking one. Is the X uh, division one? I still don't like the tag titles. I think the belts look dope. I think the redesign and the repack, I think all of that goes into their rebranding, and I'm okay with that. Like, this was their first pay-per-view of the year. They decided to surprise everybody with new belts. Cool. Fine. WWE didn't do that. It was like, it was, matter of fact, it was on a SmackDown. We got the picture of the new belt, and then Sammy came out with the bag and announced that they were putting out, they were having a new belt. I hate that. So I was just like... It looks so ugly. I'm sorry. It looks like, why like something. It looks like the hubcaps that someone puts on a freaking street bike trying to look edgy. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, no. But in layman's terms, CM Punk sucks. Yes. I will never <laughs> like him. <laughs> he, he and, and he just needs to grow up. This, that's pretty much it. Demis got a he. You know what? Out of all of the wrestlers that have come in through through with the Miz and and CM Punk, I have to say Miz has really grown into a decent human being. He's he got has. a beautiful wife. He's got right, two girls. I would told I would have told him about himself real quick. Hey, <laughs> you, you saw you saw Miz in the WWE. 
He was a dick. And I think that 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 was that was a part of his personality. And when he was on the real world, he was a complete dick. But he was also from Ohio and living here in Ohio. Really doesn't um, do much for your personality. I know no, this personally. Yes. Yes, one hundred percent. She's right. Cause it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to shame the Ohio area, but it just seems like all of y'all live in your own world. Y'all have no concept of people outside of where you at or none of that. And they and they they don't I'm understand it. Like, yes. Dude, I got remember okay, so remember I told you about that punk festival last year since you said that? Yeah. We were driving up there. We got over in Ohio. We stopped at a gas station. I don't remember where we were at. And we were driving our car, so it had the Tennessee plates on it. And this one girl looked out, or the cashier looked at me walking in, and I got, you know, I look like a fucking weirdo with all my stuff on. But she looks out there, and she goes, oh, is that your car with the Tennessee tags? I said, yeah. Um, And I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear from it. She goes, oh, my gosh, what is Knoxville like? I'm like what? And she's like thinking yeah. it's like this really like starry-eyed place. I'm like, um, we have a shitty college football team and overpriced hipsters everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you think the way I was talking about it, her eyes lit up. You think I was like talking about like some like form of heaven with her or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like the vibe. It's the Bible Belt. Nothing exciting. We got Hobby Lobbies and Waffle Houses. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah, well, the deeper you go in Ohio, the more you realize that the coal miners just, they just retreated. They didn't really, you know, upgrade or try to learn the new ways of the world. They pretty much just went back into their their minds and stayed there. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> dead ass. Like, I mean, serious. But, you know, I think I'm actually really proud of the Miz because, like, he's one of the very few heels that, like, when he's on TV, I want to punch him in the face. Like, I just want to fuck him out so bad. But, like, this face run that he's been doing, like, I don't know when when he turned or whatever, but I was just like, all right, Miz is fucking spitting facts, and you cannot sit here and tell me that Miz is fire on the fucking mic. Well, he ain't no face no more. Well, even, I mean, like, he still, I still wanted to go through my TV and punch him. But, I mean, it's like, if, if that's what a guy is doing in pro wrestling, he's doing his job right. It's not like Seth, where every time he talks, I mute it. <laughs> Personally, I would have preferred if Kofi and, um, and, and Big E were the ones that went heel. And they kind of would have gave Miz a nice run as a as a face tag team champion with Morrison, and that that to me that would have worked out better, cause Miz is always the heel, and when he's a face, he never wins anything. See, when I was when I was watching SmackDown and Kofi and Big E came out, the way they were talking, I was just like, well, goddamn Kofi, like, and what Big E sent me, like, I'm pretty sure I saw God at that point, <laughs> but. <laughs> Like, Kofi's, like, just the way he was talking, and I was just like, damn, dude, are they turning New heel, new Day heel? I like, wouldn't mind it. I, I mean, I, I'd prefer it. But they didn't. They had New Day kind of be like, 
they, New Day is a tweener. You know, they're in between right now. Like, they could go either way. And that's where the Miz and Morrison are. But I think they drew the lines in the sand when Morrison helped Miz win his match. So, plus everybody's already starting to turn on the Miz as it is. So, but to me, it, the best thing would have been to make that switch go to Kofi. Like, you should have been focusing on Kofi and let him and Big E be like, nobody cares about us. We got to do our own thing. And I would have been fine with that. I'd have been like, okay, cool. Let's see where this goes. I'm going to talk about you because you're a heel. So get ready. But I, would, I, I wouldn't mind it. She's not a heel, girl. I never have been. I never I have am. Been. I can res- Unless you're Tom yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love Tom Tonga. But he's a good guy, bad guy. So there's a difference. Ah. <laughs> I can't talk about my heel crush because I get called a cougar. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's your heel crush? MJF. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> He's horrible. He's horrible. I don't understand it. I'm like, why? Of all of the people. I, I look, I don't like it. It makes me feel like a cougar because like I'm ten years older than him, I think now, and I just it's really weird and I don't want to talk about it, okay? <laughs> we give her shit all the time because she she's infatuated with um Jimmy Havoc and she loves Samoa Joe. She is in love with Joe. Like I have <laughs> first time I saw him on Impact. And I cannot help it that is a fine ass looking Samoan man, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice dude. You want to talk shit? You want to talk shit, Mrs. Chompa? No! Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Okay. You want me to go for the juggler? Because I can go for the juggler. Oh, you better not. You better not. <laughs> you better not. I can go for it. I like Champa. I like Champa. Okay, I like him. His eyes are beautiful. Well, fuck you. Shit. <laughs> I could go for the kill shot right now, but I don't think that's Stroman, Jeff. I thought you liked Stroman. Thought you did like him. I thought that was your crush. I do like Stroman. I like a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> I like the huh. I like a lot of people. I'm not okay. I'll put it this way. I'm not a legitimate whore. You know, <laughs> like I've never actually, <laughs> I've never actually taken the monitor. If I could be a ring rat, I would bring class to the term of a ring rat. Okay, I like I would, I'd be a hoe, but I wouldn't be like a down low, dirty ass hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the kind of that marry a wrestler and then think she a wrestler, so she like to talk shit on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna be like that. I ain't gonna be no wannabe wrestler, and then because my husband own a promotion, I I get to be a character in the company and be out there. I ain't gonna do that. Really, <laughs> honey? Uh, I didn't say it. I didn't say that. I didn't tip you for not saying it. Let it be known on the record. The record show that Tiffany didn't say that shit, okay? Now, yeah. I wouldn't be like that, but I would show enough, you know, I'd give me a couple pieces, okay? I would do it. I'd do it. 
If I could go to Japan and be like, hey, <laughs> Tom Tonga, how you doing? I'd go get that, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't want to marry them. I'd go get it. You know, I'd go get some of that. I'd go get some of that. And I'd get some of Braun Strowman. I'd leave there, you know, give me a couple weeks to recuperate, you know. And then I'd go get some of Braun Strowman. You know, I'd just, I'd just give myself time, you know, bounce around a little bit, see what I like, you know. Shop, you know. There's there's an an episode, a you know what I'm saying? Only live one life. Why not? You know? There's one of our very first episodes where we had like our top five one night stands and we gave oh, each other Jesus. so much shit for it. And I was listening to it the other day and um, they- the audio is kind of wonky, but like toward the end, we were just going in on all, like all three of us were just going. <laughs> Nicole was the worst. Nicole was so she was. No, going it wasn't. In Shut the deep. fuck up. Yes, it was. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was going in on me and Alexis for our you know pick. Yeah, you Y'all gotta go back and listen to it. Because really, that's an underrated episode, and so is another one we have up there. And a lot of people didn't really listen to it, but you, you gotta go listen to them. Those are the top five episodes. And they're, those are always the ones that recorded like, three o'clock in the fucking morning, and half of us are dead. And we're like, we're trying to keep our eyes open, so sometimes the shit that comes out just shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't come out. And I was surprised she even posted it. Like, wow, we were just putting that. I'm a grown woman and I stand in my truth. No matter how delirious I was, when I yeah, said you're, it. You're number one, man, that kind of took all of us out. And it was only oh, 1.30 in the morning when you said that one. Okay, okay, I will stand in that truth, okay? I believe my number one was Cody. It was. It was Cody Rhodes. And the only reason why I wanted to do it, just so I can be a vindictive bitch, okay? I was, I stand by that, okay? I stand by that. Now, if we was in, like, strictly kayfabe, and it was all kayfabe, all storyline, I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. Hell yeah, I'd do it just to fuck shit up. Because I'm a horrible person sometimes, so. Facts. <laughs> it happens. I do it. I will do it. Y'all don't have no kids. This is the thing. Okay, just go off topic a little bit, just so you know how to be a hoe one-on-one. First of all, hoe rule number one, you don't fuck up people's families, okay? You don't do that, okay? You don't do that. Have some goddamn morals, okay? If they got cheering, hands off, all right? Number two, if both of them is doing fucked up shit, he ain't really fucking up a lot of shit. So you can go after that and attack that. That's number two, okay? If you're going to be a hoe, be a good hoe. Okay, that's all. So if it was me, and I didn't give no fucks, and I ain't had no morals, because I got morals now, because I'm a married woman, I love my husband, okay? Let, let the record show that I do love my husband, okay? But if I was to do dirty down low in the dumps motherfucker that didn't give a shit about nobody and I'm just like <laughs> I don't like you so I'm just gonna fuck your shit up you goddamn right I will fuck the shit out of Cody and then on top of that I made sure his wife knew about it oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fucked up I do it I do it with all the malice 
and evil in my like, heart. I be a vindictive petty bitch. I be on Instagram. I be just like the other Instagram hoes. Yup, I did it. And what you want? Like, I be straight ghetto and hood. I leave pictures all over your house on some fatal attraction shit. I'll do it. Damn. Oh, Jesus. I'm just saying. If you go, if you go, if you go do it, then go all the way. Don't half-ass it. You got to be a champion about it. Okay? You got to be full on, on hold. Take your class, graduate, and then execute what you learned, bitch. You got to do it. Just saying. I'm but. <laughs> so now when we're done. <laughs> this thing going to be next level. Be, some, be a next level bitch. I'm just saying. So now we done got y'all whole class out the way. <laughs> um <laughs> so much for listening to the show i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of down for the count we are rolling and moving honey we got another episode coming up for you very soon it's going to be wrestling 101 i'm thinking about putting that out on friday you guys will hear how we talk about how we speak in terms of our lingo you'll get the lingo for wrestling you'll also get some history of wrestling and you'll learn more about how promotions work and how all that goes down so if you want to hear more about that don't forget to follow us on social media make sure you follow us here on anchor as well as spotify so you can get all the latest episodes of down for the count we will be back thank you so much for listening and thank you again to dre for being a part of these first two episodes we truly appreciate it we'll see you guys in the next one